to Kelly's Green Lounge Radio. We are a cannabis-friendly establishment. Kelly's Green Lounge Radio podcast number nine. Oh my goodness, we've almost done 10. <laughs> what will I do when I get to 10? Oh my goodness. Um, this is the first time I've actually recorded my podcast in my real live lounge. It's the first time that I have been looking at my green walls and my mural and all of the clutter and disarray around me because it's not quite ready for anybody to come into yet. Um, but I'm here. I'm here in our new home and our because it is yours as well as it is mine. I built Kelly's Green Lounge over the past not even a year. and <laughs> It's just wow. It's just blown up and um, so much so that there really wasn't a choice anymore. Uh, I had to open and so I'm spending the next couple of weeks and very soon Kelly's Green Lounge will be a real spot for everybody to come and hang out in and do classes and workshops and have fun times together and it's happening in Orono, Ontario which is my home where I live and I'm so pleased to be able to open it up there. We've had nothing but love from the municipality of Clarington and the villagers and everybody around us that is supportive of cannabis and and supportive of Kelly's Green Lounge. So, wow, amazing, really amazing. Speaking of amazing, I went last week to visit Jackie Childs and she welcomed me into her home. And <laughs> this is a little bit of a, a fangirl situation because I met Jackie just online and um, I met her, I've met her once prior to our meeting last week, but I met her just online through the cannabis space, through the community, uh, different social media, different parts. And I really been a fan of her since day one. I had heard of her when I first started out in cannabis and I actually saw her at a women in cannabis or something to that effect. Um, one of those expos or conferences or something. And I knew who she was. I had seen her photograph. She, you, you know, Jackie, when you see her, because she's not only, she just beautiful. She just glows. There's something about her that people are drawn to. She's one of those remarkable humans that it's almost like there's a spotlight on her all the time, a natural spotlight because because she just has that about her. Uh, so I met her, um, or no, I didn't meet her there, um, but uh, through our interactions and through mutual acquaintances, um, we found each other. And when I spoke at the Muskoka Expo a few months ago, well, maybe about a few weeks ago, a month ago, she came. She came with her husband, Drew, who is just as lovely. And um, they were there at the Expo, and my husband and I had a really nice dinner with us, uh, with them, just the four of us, and really got to know her. And I'm so pleased to be able to say that she is my friend and so I went to her home last week and when you walk in you're just like wow because everything cannabis is out in the open um everything like it's amazing you she, it's almost like uh you know people have bars with with liquor well this is a bar with cannabis accessories and then in her kitchen is her cooking cannabis and um then anything that she would need that would be to consume it she's got uh, her four plants and it's just that is 
how natural cannabis is in her life. It is right out in the open. She's not hiding it anywhere. And um, wow. And when we first walked in her home, we saw the award we gave her. So Kelly's Green Lounge has given Jackie Childs the 2019 Cannabis Advocate Award. Uh, so for this year, she is our best cannabis advocate. Um, and she is that way because of what she does for the cannabis community and how she is just so lovely and kind and super cool. And um, I don't think we would have come this far after legalization without her. I'll say that we, uh, she does a lot for it. She meets people, she has them together. She brings people together and she says that she wants to have a big long table for everybody to sit at even including the people that have been not so kind to her in this cannabis space. We're going to talk about that in our interview. We bring that up. Jackie, unfortunately, is someone that is bullied quite a bit. Uh, jealousy is probably the root of it. Um, insecurities from other people and just people being nasty and mean. And so we're going to talk about that in our interview. And here it is, the one and only Jackie Childs. I'm here with Jackie Childs today. I came to visit her home in Stony Creek, Ontario. I met Jackie sort of in the cannabis community as we were hanging out and meeting online and chatting and I started following her and uh, she became quite an idol for me. And so it is an honor and a privilege to be able to speak to you today, Jackie, really it is. Um, I'm humbled by our friendship, really. I feel that uh, what you've done as a cannabis advocate is different than what other people have done because you have turned your celebrity profile into a way to be able to talk about cannabis in a positive way and shine a light on cannabis by using your celebrity for that. And I think that's quite remarkable. And I think that's why uh, people really respect you because you're real about it, you're kind about it, and you are able to articulate it in a beautiful way without saying, hey, I'm a big expert here, listen to me. <laughs> you're basically facilitating the industry and saying, listen to this guy, listen to this guy, and people are really being influenced by you. So thank you for doing that really amazing that you're doing how did this sort of come about how did you end up here where you are right now with cannabis um my in-laws live in arizona they're in their 70s and they started talking to me a lot about cbd they started introducing cbd oils capsules tinctures teas and i have crohn's anxiety and depression i started using cbd and weaning myself off pharmaceuticals and i really didn't by the hype. I didn't really believe it. I wasn't a stoner or, you know, I wasn't a, I, I wasn't even a recreational user really. My husband is completely. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just sit around while they all, you know, I never partake, um, partook, um, started using CBD, transitioning from out of, off my pharmaceuticals. And then within a few weeks I was pharma free. I didn't start telling people yet. I wanted to make sure I didn't go back right. or I didn't fall, you know, fall sure. off. Um, and it was about six months of using just CBD, and I started smoking THC, I started vaping, I, I tried my first bong, and yep. I mean, stuff I experimented in high school, of, of course. course, like everyone does, but yep. it wasn't, it wasn't mindful, it was I wasn't really, you know, right. I wasn't really knowing what I was doing, and it was never a good experience. I probably didn't even inhale. I didn't think I yeah. knew what yeah. I was doing, um, and I realized through that, the CBD and THC, THC that my pharmaceuticals were gone and I didn't need them and I was well. I wasn't cured of anything, but I was way better. I was well. That's what I say all the time. I wasn't sick. 
um, before I was sick on my meds. Oh, I'm sick today. I have a headache. I have a stomachache. I was always sick, um, even with my pharmaceuticals. But I was well um, and much better. And I also noticed, like, I love to drink. I love to drink. Yeah. Uh, I'm a drinker. I'm a partier. Yeah. Um, and that's, maybe that's medicinal. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I was drinking way less. Way, way wow. less. So, and that wasn't even in part of, that was just, I sort of journaled my little journey. Yeah. And I was like, wow, we were in Jamaica. I didn't drink. I drank, but did not, not to excess. Not to intoxication. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then um, Mexico, same thing. I was getting up to sunrises. I was staying up late at night. I, I mean, I, I couldn't think of the last time my husband and I were on a vacation where we enjoyed a sunrise together wow. because I'm always hungover and sleeping right. the day away. Or my pharmaceuticals make me really, really, really drowsy. Yeah. And I don't want to, it doesn't, like, it, I don't feel good until 10 or 11. But since cannabis, I'm up. I'm celebrating everything. Right. And, um, I started to grow with uh, my friends from UBED. Yeah, talk about UBED. that. Yeah. Um, we met online and much like you, just liking each other's posts and a little a little heart here and there. And then um, I they reached out and I started to grow. They came over and showed me how it's not easy. Let's give a plug to them. You um, bud. Yeah, ubud.ca. Like you is in the just yep. the you. Yeah. Okay. Bud services, cannabis services. They're all over all my social media. Um, we started to talk a little bit more about what they did. And I say, oh, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Well, if I, I can do it with them, because it really isn't super easy. Yeah. I mean, as you know, yep. they can be, it's a weed, but they're finicky yep. weeds. Yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> so it, it, I started to do that and I was like, I'm never going to like this. I'm not a farmer. Like I'm not a, this isn't my, I'm not going to want to get dirty. And I loved it. Yeah. I would get up in the morning before the lights would get turn on. And missed them, so it was like morning dew as the lights <laughs> were turning on, and everyone in my home was like, "What is with?" And I just noticed through that that this whole cannabis journey, I've morphed into a much kinder, nice, nicer, gentler. Nice? I say all the time, like a real, a really kind person. And that's why when there's like drama and noise, and I find that activists, okay, you're saving the world, but you're so angry, yeah. you know, or you're changing the world, whatever. But so much anger, and and I'm have a lot of that because yep. my voice is very loud on social media whether they agree with me or not because of the following that we've created into the millions yep there is a big voice so whether you agree with everything i'm saying or not so when the hate comes in it's just not one or two it's hundreds right <laughs> or if not thousands let's talk about that for a minute so you've you have millions literally mm. millions of followers on your social yes. medias <laughs> and unfortunately uh coming with that there is some hatred and some right. bullying. I would like to talk about that um, because I think that it is absolutely unacceptable in any way, shape, or form to have hatred and bullying to someone that... For, You're saying this publicly. I am wow, saying this, absolutely. for me. It is absolutely <laughs> unacceptable because... For one thing, you're not out the you're not in this cannabis space to be a multimillionaire, no. getting all kinds of reaping benefits financially. For most of the part, you are a volunteer. Mm -hmm. You're not profit. Of course, there's perks. Of course, you have some income that yes. is generated through the cannabis industry. We'll stay that right now. Yeah. You've made a lot of connections. You do have a lot of, let's say, freebies or whatever. Mm -hmm. for, but for the most part, your job, your role in this community is one of volunteer. Pretty much. <laughs> Would we be attacking a volunteer for the Cancer Society? Would we be attacking for diseases, for animal rights? Would we be attacking them the way that people are attacking you? I don't think so. I've never seen that. But I see people attacking you and hear of people attacking you all of the time. Mm -hmm. That's not cool. 
There's a, this is a woman here who spends her time trying to erase the stigma and trying to normalize cannabis because it has helped you so much. Right. The therapeutic benefits has changed your life. Mm-hmm. You're off the pharmace- pharmaceuticals. You're living, like you just said, you're living a more uh, purposeful life. You're kinder, you're happier. And you want to share that with people, that how your journey has progressed and, and the love of this plant who the hell are these people <laughs> to put you down for it? Mm-hmm. Now, they're putting you down because there are some, uh, the way that you do it in, in a lot of the ways is showing your beauty. You're mm-hmm. extremely beautiful woman. And why not use those assets to be able to talk for the purpose that you believe in so much? These people don't like it. What are they saying to you? How, what are some of the things that you're, can Ugh. you share that with us a little bit? I get a lot, um, culture vulture. I'm a culture vulture. Influencer is a negative word, I guess. I, I, I mean, I, I get it too. Like people take pictures of their food and they're annoying and you see their, their selfies and whatever. And that is the world we live in. I didn't invent it. I didn't start it. Um, it is part of my job. That's what I do on social media. Um, it, there's a lot of self, like I rah, rah, rah. At no time have I said I'm the best or number one or an expert right. of, of any kind. Right. I showcase, I show other people. I post a lot of pictures of, I'm in them. It's my social media, right? Absolutely. Like I'm in them. Absolutely. Um, but there's, I'm trying to build up other people's brands and businesses yeah. and, and you do. Uh, and, and that's, and I think I facilitate a lot of people like getting to know each other yeah. and meeting each other. I try and bring different people from all over together. And I also get, um, you know, like, which is crazy because I do a lot of stuff with indigenous communities. My best friend is the president of NATO, Michelle Crook is, um, anyhow, it, I get a lot of people saying that, you know, maybe it shouldn't be our, they say rich, which no one knows anything about my, nope. anything. Nope. And I make it very, I make a really, really conscious effort because of the past and my, I was married before and the way I was brought up to not no one would have a clue. I don't drive a flashy car. I don't live in a big house. Yeah. I don't wear... I buy vintage clothes secondhand. You like talk I, about that all I the time. I talk about it all yep. the time. So I make it very clear that this is not... Like, I'm not money hungry or money... Like, this is coming from a rich, white, privileged person. I am privileged because of the color of my skin. We get that. I understand that. But I also think... Um, I just think it's perception that people yes. are really messed up. And then they talk about, well... What about the prisoners or what about, um, you know, people in jail or whatever? Well, that also affects my family right here in my, in my these four walls, right. So, which m- most people don't know. So then they're like, okay, well, what about the indigenous? Well, the indigenous people welcome me to all of their, I mean, right. my best friend is, right? Like, right. And I'm at the different, we go to all the different native reserves all over the di- different yep. native communities. And I mean, we're planting seeds and we're cropping things. We're trade. I do tons yep. of trading. To give back. Um, and I grew up in Tomogamy. My family has native land in Tomogamy. Right. Like, no one knows that. Um, then they say that, you know, well, what about the opioid crisis? I'm my book i'm a drug addict i'm a user and abuser of opioids yep. and i don't look like that i'm sorry that i don't look like that i uh, right well, no but <laughs> what are you supposed to look like that so somebody will believe well, you a little bit more a little but more. maybe on your hardest day you did right and nobody has seen that hardest right. day but you will say you take a picture of a toilet right. and say i haven't left the bathroom today i say that all the, right exactly like when they're like oh i bet she's here or she's there or whatever i'm like no, it's I'm not pretty all the, the time <laughs> right it's not pretty all the time and you're you're living with pain and you're living with health issues and you're living with this and why are you being attacked for that for doing something that is so positive no malicious intent at all 
I just cannot understand these people. Do you think you're taking a big step by having this conversation with me? That's not, I don't, they're, I, I don't care either way. <laughs> I, love I believe in, <laughs> in right, what's right and wrong. And we should be always right and so, do the right kind thing. Like I look up to a lot of other, I'm not going to name anyone, but I look up to a lot of people in the industry as far as activists and not all Canadian. Um, my, our family is based in California, yeah. Arizona, throughout Colorado. And we, so I have a lot of, I, that's where I, you know, I look up to a lot of people. But when I, the activists locally in here, Toronto and in Vancouver, whatever, all started blocking me and all started not, you know, sending me nasty messages and then blocking me and then whatever. I just thought, all I'm doing, like, I was looking up to you and I'm supporting your stuff. And I mean, I wasn't trying to, there's, I say there's room for all of us. But even if there isn't room for all of us, I'm that girl that will step away yep. and you can have it. Yep. Like I'm good that way. I don't, I don't need to have What's it What's your all. quote about the table? And, <laughs> and I keep hearing it actually in all these talks around, people are saying it, that if they don't invite you to your table, build your own damn table and invite them to yours. Yeah. And then I was like, I wouldn't invite them, but it's the right thing Absolutely. to do. Yes. Right. It's not, and being kind for real, like not just giving someone a piece of your apple but being kind is is rough right. it's hard it's no, a lot of, it, it takes is. work yes i mean i'm 46 years old and i finally get it it's only been the last three years that this is right so i i see people and like a lot of the i try not to engage in a lot of the stuff but then i just have to i gotta stand up for myself sure but standing up for myself to a bully looks a lot like bullying right they get all like oh look at this mean girl. unfortunately i'm standing up for myself yes here's all the other stuff Right. So there's been a lot of that. Um, I am, when we go back to like the volunteer work and pro bono and what, and a lot of the time I spend, yeah. um, I do, I have a partner with um, an LP in Alberta yeah. and I'm very open and honest about that. They have an official influencer as part of their team. Yep. And I am that, they're a really young group of guys. Wonderful. They have a female master grower who I adore. Yep. And I just like their whole thing. And they might be in it to be millionaires, billionaires, whatever someday. Sure. Which good for them. Most Absolutely. people start businesses in hopes that that, right? So that's yeah. another thing. Like we yeah. have to, everyone has to backpedal and go, oh, I'm not in it for the money. Well, sure. You we want your business to be we successful. We need to live. You yeah. Need, yeah. You need to pay your bills yeah. and be successful. But that's where I'm not in it for millions of dollars. Right. I'm not in, I have very small percentage of the company and I do most of the things I do when I'm speaking at Hempfest or I'm speaking wherever I'm speaking on their behalf. That is a volunteer thing. Yeah. Um, the little mom paws who made their soaps or their candles or their honey or whatever, yep. they get all excited because I'm going to showcase them on my social media in exchange for your jar of honey. Yes. So like when people yep. are like, oh, she's you know making all this and doing all this, influencers do make a lot of money sure. and you can make a ton of money. Yep. I do have millions of followers um, and I have done well. Yep. Not in the cannabis space. Since coming to the cannabis space, I've lost almost completely all my mainstream, which was paying my bills. Right. Um, I've most friends and family that have come up with me over the years are no longer interested in this because of the cannabis space. So not only am I not making any money, I'm not making any friends right. either. But are you happier now? <laughs> yeah. See? And I, and I so and I do stick up for myself now for the first time in my Good. life because I I'm truly I am like 
I, there's two or three girls that I am going to see in the next few weeks that have been really, really mean. And I decided I'm actually going to like go up and like reintroduce myself or hug them or shake their hand. Sure. If they want to charge me with assault. Because <laughs> you hug them. Because I hug them. Yeah. But I've decided that it, this is crap. Right. Because that hate and the anger is not me. Nope. It, not at all. Don't take their and hatred on. Don't let that. That is their, their own issue. Mm-hmm. And that is their own garbage. And they can have that hate and that hate's going to manifest it's, inside mm-hmm. them and it's going to eat them up. And I can't have that nope and there i was briefly touching before we started to talk there's some drama and some actual like legal legalities and fraudulent stuff going on yeah and there's lawsuits and and i'm not part of any of those i'm not that girl yeah so i'm not sure why they're hating on me so bad because i'm keeping their secrets i'm holding their hand through stuff i'm trying to help people out privately or quietly yep. as well like it's just i, I don't know well I, we're not going to make sense of it all we need to and do it's is purely based on looks my parts are bought. So if you want to look at it, like, seriously, when they say to me, oh, she's this and she's got that, I... They can have it too. I'll give you the doctor's name. He takes installments, for Christ's sake. And that's why you are so real. (laughs) And that's why you will say, this is me. This is real. I am a little bit manufactured, (laughs) nip and tuck kind of thing. And you know what? There's absolutely... That's pure. That is pure of heart. And really, I'm a sweaty old lady. I'm menopausal. I'm always sweaty. I'm tired. I've got some health issues. I'm doing the best I freaking can. And I'm not trying to steal anyone's thunder. And I'm not trying to rain on their parade and all those whatever... I'm just, there's room, there really is room for all of us. There really is. There really is. And you truly believe in this plant. Definitely. And, and you, I'm not the person that, you know, you watch the infomercials or you hear the whatever about whatever. I'm like, this is hokey poke. This is not real. Yeah. I truly believe after all of these years and all the, like, I would say stoners are losers. Stoners are lazy. It's bad for your skin. It's bad for your, oh, and they don't, everyone's going to live on welfare. They're not going to have jobs. And I was the loudest of that. Yeah. I, and I, I apologize repeatedly I was wrong yep completely wrong yeah and shame on me but I know I only knew you know you the know stigma. When, you know and when you know better you do better right and I know better right and I'm doing better today there's so many people that had that mind frame of the prohibition For the sure. stigma that it was a bad thing and that this and now it's such a beautiful thing that this world is coming and seeing all of the benefits of cannabis all of the th- therapeutic wellness and it, it's lovely it's just wonderful how that's happening and you're you're helping push it along you I, really are I hope so that thank I'm, you you know like yeah. normalizing and destigmatizing and that they can see like a regular whether i'm regular or not a housewife a mom yep. to, you know yep using cannabis right um i thought it was interesting on social media when i was drinking heavily and using my pharmaceuticals and i would do videos and snapchats just like almost falling off the chair and almost whatever and they would get a lot of likes and everyone loved me. They were like, oh, we got tickets to this party and you should come. And girls were reaching out to be besties. And now I'm so, well, I say sober pretty much <laughs> and pharma free yep. and using cannabis. And they all can't, I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't get it. So you took a big turn. You took a big leap to change your career from that, which mm-hmm. must have been like a wild life, uh, a wonderful, like in the spotlight all of the time and photographed and everything. And it's not like you're not now, but now your purpose is more of a, a heavier purpose, a fulfilling, um, rewarding purpose in this I cannabis space. I never thought space. I would give up backstage passes and concert tickets 
to go speak at a cannabis convention. Yeah. I would have, if you told me that five years ago, I'd be like, are you kidding yeah. me? And now, but now you do. I, oh, I would, in a heartbeat. I don't even, and if the concert's scheduled or the meet, meet and greets or whatever, I will remove them, politely decline for the cannabis space. Yeah. So what it's, a big change. Right? <laughs> it really That's is. That's remarkable. Um, what are your, uh, so we, we talked about your health issues mm-hmm. and that you have, so you were using it for medicinal purposes. Yeah. Now you use it recreationally. Um, well, medicinal purposes, is for I have anxiety yep and it definitely helps and then um now recreation yeah recreation. so I both like of to, the sort yeah. of sort of smoke a joint to laugh or watch a movie but also get up in the morning and use your CBD vape yeah. because you have the anxiety what's your favorite way to consume well I would have all up until today I probably of all interviews and in writing and whatever I say edibles 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 I love them but now I'm smoking yeah so I mean doobies and then, or and then, bongs or and then, <laughs> Everything. Yeah. I like it all. I like. Um. I like. I have a vape. I vape a lot. But yeah. I like my husband because I'm a terrible roller. He pre rolls a bunch for me, and I like. I like to smoke them. My son now is brand new to the cannabis vape. Brand new. Sure. He will roll a bunch, and I can. And I love it. Yeah. I really. It's part of. And I like to grow my own, and then I can press it with my rosin press, and I can right. smoke it, and like I love. It. I really like it that I can take care of myself. I used to say we'd be in Mexico and our plane would be delayed or get canceled. I'm like, I'm going to run out of my pills. What the hell am I going to do? How yeah. am I going to live? And he would, we would like have this back and forth. I'm like, how am I ever going to live on a desert island when I have all these prescriptions? Yeah. Well, now I can live on a desert island. You can. <laughs> you just grow your weed I there. Weed. Right? Coconuts and marijuana. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I seriously, we had that conversation a million times. I'm like, I could never just live out of a backpack because of all these these things that are holding me to the doctors and to the pharmacy, big pharma, right? Right. And now I don't have to. It's really cool. Yeah. I really like that freedom. Like it's. It may seem weird to someone listening, no, but to be but able to just be like, I can just go right now. Yeah. <laughs> Take and I don't have to go pick up prescriptions and. Yeah. So I have everything I need. You've got some stuff coming up. I know you've got one this weekend. Something about um, or next weekend? Is it next weekend? weekend? It's Saturday. This Tell Saturday. Us the about Ontario that. Cannabis Festival. Now I'm really excited. It is Karma Cup weekend, which yep. is a big deal, right? Of course. I think Karma Cup's in its sixth year, yep. and that was the highlight. Like that was sort of my. I was on a guest judge last year. Wow. And we got the big package, and we met everyone at Planet Paradise, and got to meet all the vendors, and and part of it, I had a VIP judge pass and VIP, and we got to go right in. You didn't have to wait in the line. That's My cool. husband and I waited in the line, the two and a half hour lineup. Wow. I actually waited in the line yeah. two and a half hours, even though I could have went right to the front. I wanted to talk to everybody in the line. That's I wanted cool, to Jackie. know what they were excited about, yeah. what they voted for, what they couldn't wait to, whatever. I was so like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. So new to this. And we smoked a bunch of joints with different and at the time I was like, Oh, because can we do this? Like it was so weird. Yeah. And for me it was so new. And it was really, really cool. Now, the Ontario Cannabis Festival is on Saturday, and it's at Bingham's, which I've been going to since I was a little kid. Um, it's really cool. They're going to attempt to jo- uh, roll the lo- largest, the world's uh, longest, longest, the world's yeah. longest joint. And you're helping. And yeah, each, each <laughs> participant that they approve, pre-approved uh, participant, um, is to bring 30 grams of their own weed. Yep. And we're going to roll it. I'm going to be a mess, but it'll be fun. It'll Why be not, fun. though? I, I'm, I have a lot of friends and family that are vendors and the food trucks and the whatever, the, the speakers that are going to be there. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's the first one of its kind. Yeah. For Kitchener, it's right. a really big deal. So, and that's this Saturday, and they had asked me to be their official influencer. And we were hoping to, and this was a volunteer position. Um, and everyone, there was lots of buzz on that because why aren't I going to Karma Cup and they must be paying me and they must be. Oh boy. 
I hope I hope that um, this goes off great this Saturday, yeah. and that I'm invited back. And they were hoping to do a couple of them a year, different places. Wonderful. So I would love to be much like Hempfest. I would yeah. love to be part of the cannabis festival family. It would be really fun. Like right. I really like that stuff. I yeah. really. And part of my anxiety, more my depression, having something to look forward to. I have these like self self doubt and talks and stuff that I don't want to let people down. And everyone's like, "Oh, but you're doing your best." But it's actually like a life saving, a good thing that I say I don't want to let people down because if I have things scheduled a week in advance, two weeks in advance, three weeks in advance, three months in advance, and I get really dark and really depressed, I would be like, "You never know." But I don't want to let people down. Mm. I have to. You keep your promises and your commitments. I've got to keep my promises. And I've I've promised and I've signed on the dotted line of these things that are months in advance. So I got to get out of this black cloud, go outside under the sun and smoke a joint and walk around barefoot for a bit. It always helps. Yep. Because your (laughs) feet right on the ground. Isn't that so weird? It's nice. I go in the snow. It's weird. I like bare feet on the ground. And then I just feel alive again. And I'm like, okay, I can get this. I, I mean, there's people way worse off than me. Stop feeling sorry for yourself or whatever's going on. Sure. Get the noise out of your head and get focused on the next event. I love having these events to go to. And you have, uh, I think, Calgary coming up too? Calgary is the um, Hemp Fest and it's their Cannabis Cup. Yep. Much like the judging system that they had in place for Karma Cup. Um, A few weeks in advance, everyone's sending their buds and they have their rosins and their oils and whatever. And Keystone Labs are the scientists behind it. They will be tested, lab testing everything. and, And they're also a really cool bunch. And they have a lady like at the front as well. I can't remember her name, but she's amazing. Yeah. And we've met several times at different functions and spoke at different events together. And so they're like the testing, looking over it. And then the other judges are all really experts. I'm just, I mean, but you're the, the, the there. personal like, I mean, I can touch of it. Good. Yeah. I can say something tastes good. Or have that way it makes you feel. How it makes me, exactly. Yeah. So, and, and another part of my social media, I mean, I, I like, be celebrating everybody i mean i want to see how you really do i'm excited to sit with these judges plus i learn i'm a sponge to all this yeah it is so new to me you know when you're teaching a baby to walk or talk or whatever yep. it's so new to me that i'm soaking up every, like so that i get to sit with them and yep. spend the afternoon and they're having an awards ceremony at night and like a big banquet thing and stuff like i'm and that's in calgary and you do get it through osmosis so when you say you're not an expert maybe you didn't go to school for cannabis right. maybe you're not a doctor or a scientist but you are an expert in the field in the sense that you're retaining all of this oh information from all of the events you're going to all of the people you're talking right. to who wouldn't know all of that you do know more than I, the I, average person I've Jackie I've been taking a lot of classes and courses too this week on Monday and Tuesday I'm taking um it's a you get a big certificate and they said it's the first in Canada ever you license it's the the chef cannabis chef oh uh, um, um it's with the cannabis cooking co Josh and Vanessa right what's their it's a symbol a ca it, I know yeah, they, they made yeah. their own um I can't remember what they're um, I know Travis Peterson from the Nomad Cook he's he part has, of it I, yeah, isn't I don't it think he's part of this one it's a different I, one Canna Lily Consulting okay Tamara. So Tamara. there's a couple of companies a couple. that are doing the, yeah. the cooking These, stuff. This company, um, I did a class with them a little over a year ago. And when we got there, it was really cool. It was very science-based, science and math, which I'm like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> I would be a, the same way. And they weren't. There was um, teacher, school teachers there. There was a man that owned a restaurant. There was a lady that was a private investigator. Wow. And she was much, she was in her 70s. There was, a, there was wow. the, the group of 12 people that they weren't stoners. I mean, my husband and I were, and we, <laughs> and we were blown away by what we learned. And then, so to be compliant and with new rules and regulations and because of edibles coming out, yep. 
they rebranded, they re- got more education, they're right in with compliance, and now they're having it here in Hamilton. Wow. So, and it's an actual, it's two days, Monday and Tuesday, and they're, you don't have to be a chef, but you have to have a passion for cooking and food yep. and, to bring that forth. And you, I, they said something about like not like a science math sort of knowledge yep. background, yep. which I have none, but I learned at their last book yeah. and they have very detailed notes and workshop, like they give you homework and wow. everything and stuff. So it's really cool. Interesting. Really, really and you're cool. going to be certified yeah, after that. Certified Isn't that perfect? For edible chef. Isn't it interesting how many new different things it's that really are coming cool. out about that? Um, what do you think is going, are things going to change? Do you think with the new wave of legalization with topicals, oh. edibles, how do you think that's going to look? I, it's going to be a mess. That's how I think it's going to look. <laughs> <laughs> I think some kid's going to get into mom's gummies and fall asleep for two days. And then it's going to be, oh, you let's know, hope not. And it's going to be I'm knocking on wood. <laughs> that, that's what's going to happen. Or it's going to, some high school students are going to end up at the hospital puking green stuff for three days or something like this. Right. Like, no one's going to die. Right. No one's going to die. Right. But there will be something that will happen. And it's going to be messy. It's government when they like, look at this, the license and the like the lottery or whatever. Yeah. All stuff like there's just all kinds. Of, Lots then of mix ups. Even I have a compounding pharmacy that makes suppositories for me and oh, they can good. only use 10 milligrams of THC when the doctors and the pharmacists agree that 25 milligrams would be exactly what I need. Yeah. But legally can't give me 25. They can only give me 10. It's so, just really yes. So I learn to make my own. I have right. all my own stuff and all that with their help. Yeah, but they can't touch it because of their licenses and okay. stuff. Okay. So it's just weird how government, the whole, the way government has got into it. Yep. Our medicine and you know, like yep. with the doctors and the people that are, and then also those doctors are being shamed by all the other doctors, which is very they're sad. Ha- I know. So they're like, the only ones out there that are going, "Hey guys, wake up! This is you know medicine yeah, right here." Definitely. They should not be shamed. When I went to my doctor, she's a really great lady and very intelligent and and I mean a good heart and I but she only like she said I only know what I know I of only course. learned I only know what I learned in school right. so like I'm not she wasn't comfortable prescribing me and most doctors this. aren't at this time right? like, exactly. and they'll they'll say they'll refer you to a clinic with more of an expert right. which I appreciate because at least they're not saying no right. and at least they're not saying shame on you they're saying I don't have the knowledge it's not we're not being educated on this right. yet I'm hoping that these classes that they're taking the doctor to become physicians right. the phds that over they'll the next, start adding right that. i'm sure over the next five to ten years it's right going to change, even just like as the edibles roll out it's gonna take time right just like all i mean i'm excited that it's quote unquote legal yeah <laughs> right i'm very yeah. excited that we've come this far yes and the we whole have world is watching us right that's why i also go back to the kindness and gentler and yep. maybe more empathy towards one another because the whole world is watching they absolutely are. and there's a buffoon show going on in the states so why yes. can't we if we are so polite and we so are. friendly and so kind why aren't we why don't we stay that we are the leaders for Canada there's no well. model uh uruguay was the only country that legalized prior to us and their legalization is kind of ridiculous oh. in comparison to ours they don't even have medical oh. it's not even like that they're their most thc that you can have in their cannabis there is five percent oh. right so it's very oh. different there so really we are the role models for the world and who are we to say who are we to put down people for getting cannabis anywhere right whether they want it from someone that's illegal or whether they want it from someone that's medical or whether they want it from a dispensary or um a a non-legal dispensary 
or a safe person that's been working in the black market for a long time that's, that they're used to. It all seems weird. It's just cannabis. They, yeah, it's cannabis. Let's just be fans of pro cannabis we right now. We stopped at the farmer's market last weekend or the weekend before, and I could, what, what, can you imagine the day when we can pull off to the side of the road and I bought lavender and tomatoes and honey and cannabis. Cool. From like Nona's Market or from whatever. Yeah. Like, I can I can imagine that day will come. Yeah. Eventually that day will come. They have so. um, a fair out in somewhere on the West Coast where they're actually judging cannabis plants in a, a country fair. So and they're neat. and that's and they're allowed to bring their cannabis plants for judging like you would the sunflower or right. the pie or whatever. <laughs> Your pig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we um, we have our we're going to miss both the events this weekend because we have our Orono Fair, which is something that's been going on for 165 years, and it's a very country fair. I'm hoping one day they'll have that oh, there. Oh yeah. Can because you, you know it's just, it's coming along. It's being more mainstream now, and it's more accepted. And I think in a couple of years from now it'll be even better from that. I think it's so cool when I think about what the I mean where we. Are right now and I can imagine with alcohol prohibition and the stuff that had yeah. I mean I actually should dig deep and do some research to see what was actually you know the tug of war and what was happening right. then because we can learn from the we past, really right? should we yeah to, maybe they were going through all the sort of the same things we I bet now. they were I really bet they were of course it was a different time there was no internet there was no <laughs> influencers or whatever and there probably wasn't any mean people out there that were oh. putting down people for the influencing right. which really sucks and we're gonna do our best to try to squash uh, that as best well, as we can. I say to a lot of people, spend like, actually meet me, say hello. Actually yes. meet me if you want. If you don't like me afterwards, that's fine. Yep. Like that's, I mean, that's fine. I can't be anybody who then who I am. Right. And we're not all going to get along. Nope. We're not all going to be best friends. Nope. But I am perfectly fine with. And there's a couple on Twitter that I actually we private messaged and we really like each other now, and we don't agree on the stuff in the cannabis space they'll go hold up have to disagree on this one and i go and i'll send them a funny gif or gif or whatever yeah. you call it like you're allowed to disagree you're allowed yep. to i mean i'm just sharing something that i think sure. is really cool and maybe it's wrong i'll teach tell me if you know if you've got the facts let yep. me know like yeah i'm totally fine with that right like, and and then also i'm going to go back i bring it up we should never bring up politics but because of the trump stuff and when people say if you vote for trump unfollow me now okay He's ridiculous, and it's all a mess, and it's not something I even really have much to do with because I'm Canadian, yep. and I didn't vote, and I am I pay zero, almost nothing. When I think of Trump, I think of The Apprentice. I don't even yeah, think of The President. Yeah, me too. <laughs> just so some orange just, guy on a yeah, TV show. Yeah, orange guy on yeah. a reality show. Yeah. I think of nothing else. So, But even that, like... If you voted for Trump, I'm not going to be your friend. Or if not, that's ridiculous. Yep. It's just ridiculous. Yep. We don't all have to agree, no. and we don't all have to be best friends. No, but community. Yeah. And then I read the, all the activists saying, "Well, there is no community anymore." They've did it. But that's oh. your fault. There's no community anymore. The anger and the hurt yes. and the feeling left behind. Yes. Look at I got a wagon. You'll all fucking fit in. Yep. You don't need Let's to. Go. Like, yep. Nobody's yep. getting left behind. Yep. I'm a slow walker. Yep. Like, and on. it's a wagon full of kindness. Yeah. Yeah. Why? There's no room for hatred. Like, oh. There really isn't a room for hatred. And I think because cannabis does make us more gentle overall, and it does make us a little bit more calm and more passive, mm -hmm. I guess, in the sense, I think that we should be leaving with heart, with love, Definitely. with our hearts. Yes. Really. It, the um, energy source the, of chakra the, is the green energy is love. And that's what our plant is, is yeah. green energy love. love. It really is. And I think that if people are feeling hatred and they're doing this, then they maybe need to 
smoke a little bit yeah, maybe. more. <laughs> Actually, I said it to my son. I, I couldn't, when I said it, I heard myself saying, go, what did I just say? He's 21. Yep. He, we had had a little back and forth and he came in and he's still a little red faced when he looked at me and he talked and he did this like sort of growly as he started to talk to me. I'm like, you should probably go back outside and finish that joint. Yeah. <laughs> and then I couldn't believe that I just said that. He's a grown up and you know what? <laughs> You've seen man. positive effects on him. Yeah. That's a cool way to and put I it. I have definitely seen positive effects. And I get asked a lot, well, how do you talk to them about alcohol? How would you talk to them about drugs? They're, my kids are much older. Right. And I understand that it's a, and I don't want to give any advice on sure. that. I am in a lot of those mom groups and I'm pretty much just an observer. Sure. I'm not, I don't know. Yep. I'm, I'm past the time to actually make a real, you, mean, yep. you know, when they talk about nursing and whatever. I'm a little past that. <laughs> yep. so, I just appreciate whatever, if yeah, that's what you yeah, want to do, um, if that makes you yeah, feel good, that's I so always, good, for you. That's yep. good for you. Yep. <laughs> what are your favorite strains? Um, well, I like, I like fruit. So like, I, well, I like lemon, yep. anything lemony. I'm growing my second blueberry. This is blueberry kush I'm growing. Okay. I did just grow blueberry gum. Yep. Um, I like, um, oh, pink rock star and pink, of course, pink porn star. Yeah. Yep. I like yep. the pinks. The pinks. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. I really, really cool. like that. Um, and when people say indica sativa, um, I don't know. Yeah. It, well, it's your strain. It's dependent on your mood or your yeah, day or something it, like that, yeah, right? Indica mostly. Yeah. Because I am a hyper. My, my mind does race. Yep. So indica is good for me. I counsel some clients that um, have ADHD mm-hmm. and they'll say they cannot have sativa because it just sets them off yeah, and the indica sort of more... gives them a bit of more a balance yeah. yeah I find that with myself too because I'm always go 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 right. and if I have sativa I'm going to run around so yeah I love edibles I do Me love too. edibles Me too. and I like to have it like seven or eight at night and just start watching a movie or if I have writing or stuff to do I love edibles yeah so would you uh, like a sweet or a chocolate or um I make all kinds, like I just made carrot cake a couple days ago, yeah. um, gingerbread men, sugar cookies. Yeah. I make all stuff so myself. sweet, not savory, like not meals, like infused oh, meals? Infuse, or like, yeah? I, I infuse a lot of meals, but I fill my freezer with like, I prep a bunch of stuff and always have it on hand in the freezer. But yeah, yeah I infuse, like I made a paella, like shrimp and rice wow. and whatever, and put rosin in there. And um, cool. I've done like the tomato and bocconcini salad and made the olive oil and the olive oil and the rosin. Yeah. It's great. Amazing. It's really, really good. Wonderful. I, I like it. It's I mean, it's helping. I'm sick on the inside, right? Crohn's and yes. and plus my anxiety is so like I'm always my insides are just flaring. They're always yeah. you can feel like a machine. I know. And that. the edibles help. Yeah, they really <laughs> do. Absolutely. Uh, anything else that's coming out that we? Where can we find you first of all? Um, I'm actually. I, I can't well you can find me all over social media yep. Jackie Childs Jackie Instagram, Childs Twitter LinkedIn I have Snapchat that I barely use but everything's Jackie Childs J-A-C-Q-U-I yep um, I'm working on a retreat with my friends that live in Jamaica my friends yes. that live in Jamaica full time and they have partnered with Island Strains and Island Strains is the first legal legal cannabis um, dispensary wow. and it's in in Jamaica. Bay on, it's called the Hip Strip and cool. there's a lot of where they say culture vultures. There's a lot of people grabbing at Jamaica and trying to whatever. And I'm, I would be, like to go there and have the experts and the food and the culture from there. So we're trying to since wow, my yeah. live there, instead of bring all my friends that are expert in the yeah. food from here, I would like to go to Jamaica. The real Rastafarian. Use, yes, oh, and wow. I want to have like there. Like somebody's mom that lives, you know, like that lives in Westmoreland, like actually cook us or her oxtail. Yeah. Like I want it really like that. And and nothing really, really tight scheduled because 
that's not to me that's really not like you know when a retreat has schedules yeah this at this time this just a more fluid like a little flow and yeah. we meet at the end of the day for a sunset sesh sure thing. like yeah you know very i'd like a cooking class and infused cooking class but somebody's mom jamaican mom actually cooked the food wow. and a yoga that's a, a jamaican yep. that actually does you know the and I have access to goats and all kinds of stuff. Cool. Like, I've been going there for a long time. Yeah. My family's there as well. Yeah. My godson lives there full time. So um, I think that's, I believe they're picking, I think they said uh, February or April. I'll post dates and stuff. Sure. But I'm really excited. That's your new project that you're working yeah, on. You seem doing, very passionate I'm about really it. So that's exciting. It. I'm doing a lot of research. I want to, I've contacted some people that make hot sauces and spices and stuff that live in Jamaica cool. like they make them it's like their grandma's grandma that actually made the recipe yep. and stuff so I'm and fresh juices and whatever I yeah. want to make sure it's authentic that's amazing Jamaican and I'm not gonna come and ruin it <laughs> so what, have I told you what the, the Rastafarian have we talked about this the Rastafarians believe that when you consume cannabis that is our natural state so they believe that anything outside of it is just a facade that's your wall but when you consume cannabis you you smell things better you taste mm-hmm. better and that's your actual real state that's the Rastafarian belief ah. and that's so the Rastafarians come obviously Ethiopia but mm-hmm. Jamaican has the real yeah. Rastafarians and then so that's what that actually believe that cannabis is our natural state I'm way nicer hi <laughs> I know me too don't bug me as much my son barely ticks me off I mean my husband sounds different his voice sounds to me like he's a radio announcer when I'm high yeah normally it's annoying <laughs> yeah. no no I love him that. Yeah. but it doesn't gnaw on me the way it yeah I'm like, he yeah. sounds like a radio Yeah, dancer. I like him right now. <laughs> yeah, so maybe... Sex is better? Definitely. You talk about that a yeah, lot? I've done a lot of... I um, love that. I've done a lot of those little high tea groups and speaking at different... There's uh, um, Toronto and Ottawa and Montreal has a lot of sex clubs, yep. sex industry. And because of sort of how I built my social media, I worked for sure. Naked News yep. and I've been in that sort of industry for a long time. Um, I started speaking at smaller, privater things about sex and cannabis. And it was that just sort of, I never knew. Or, I mean, I would have probably been. Yep. (laughs) I think everybody would. I saved the first marriage. Smoke a joint (laughs) before you have sex, people. Yeah, like I had no idea. So that's so new. And I, again, not an expert, just talk about my experiences and how it changed your sights and smells and touches and the whole thing. Wonderful. Good. Okay, so we can find you online. um, And... Really, really appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming all the way here. Yeah, we're really, really happy <laughs> to have you here. And um, maybe some people don't know, but Jackie Childs is our, our Kelly's Green Lounge uh, 2019 Cannabis Advocate Yay, of the Year. Yay, I was so happy. So, yes, yeah, so we really, really believe in everything that you're doing, and we support you, and we'll continue to do that. Thanks. So thank, thank you. you so much. The only purpose of this podcast is to entertain, educate, and to inform. It is no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, we encourage you to discuss your options with a healthcare provider who specializes in medical cannabis or with a cannabis lawyer. Guests who speak in this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, and Kelly's Green Lounge has not and cannot be held responsible for guests' views. This podcast is available for private, non-commercial use only, advertising which is incorporated into, placed in association with, or targeted towards the content of this podcast is forbidden. You may not edit, 
modify, or redistribute this podcast in any way. (laughs) Thank you.